This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Well, Nick, well, Greg, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you to you. How was yours? It was good. Um, had a lot of turkey. Had a lot of. T- Actually, I want one plate. I could only. You know why? There's a lot of carbs on a Thanksgiving. A lot of carbs. Because not not including the turkey, but there's stuffing. There was three kinds of stuffing. There was the inside the bird stuffing, the outside the bird stuffing, but the same kind of stuffing just outside the bird. And then my sister made like an apple walnut stuffing. Ooh. Twas. And then I had a surprise guest. My friend Joseph and his wife came because his mom ended up getting sick, so he couldn't oh, go there. Unfortunate. And she made a homemade mac and cheese, plus Ooh. mashed potatoes, plus my sister made a sweet, sweet potato, potato dish with like caramelized walnuts on top. Wow, she lo- she went oh. heavy on the walnuts this year. What else did she do with walnuts? The stuffing. Oh yeah, I don't know if it was no, it might have been almonds on the on the right. on the sweet potato, but it was a, a, a nut gotcha. crazy year. Nut crazy. Yeah. She's um, not crazy. And then my charcuterie board that everyone can, if you look at Cigar Architects. Were you, uh, you weren't proud of it on your friend's Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, whatever the hell well, they Well, what happened is now. somebody left the mozzarella out, so I didn't have a third cheese for the Friendsgiving. Right. So there was a spot open, and then I accidentally got the wrong cacciacavale for that one. I got the one for grating instead of the one for eating. I love how you didn't say one vegetable in that whole thing. Or what, it's what a charcuterie was, board. Who's putting vegetables no, on I'm talking about what you ate Thanksgiving. Oh, and there was Brussels sprouts and string beans. But yeah, like, there was, I and chacha. Not, is that is that the highlight of a Thanksgiving? Oh man, the broccoli was outstanding. Maybe if you have a good string bean casserole. There was it was a string bean head with but the what's on with top the, of that? It was with the onion straws. Right. Yeah. Carbs. And then my sister made um Brussels sprouts with like a bacon, like bacon bits. Mm, you gotta have bacon with uh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are disgusting. They are they absolutely are, they disgusting. Are pretty, you can't get them frozen either. It's no, even they're worse. they're they're the worst vegetable. I can see people eating them for like nutritional value, but people who are like, "Oh man, Brussels sprouts are delicious." Screw you. They are gross. They're a gross food. They're yeah. gross. Yeah. There's nothing around them. They, don't, they have no taste. Broccoli, yeah. okay. I mean, you don't like it as a kid. You get I, I like broccoli. You put it in a little stir fry or something. I like a little broccoli. garlic, law, olive, yeah, cauliflower. These yeah. things I eat. Brussels sprouts are disgusting. Yes, they were. Is that right, Secret Chris? I really like Brussels sprouts. See? So. Yeah, That's man. why. Just look at him. Anthony makes That's fun of me all the time. For me. That's the guy who likes Brussels sprouts. He's insane. Look at him. I am oh. insane. See? You're, you're, you're engaged for one minute, and now you're all, oh, I like Brussels oh, yeah, sprouts. Oh, well, yeah. And, and Mr. Clean Brussels sprouts. I love a good paper towel. Let, let's, let's not put him down already. Let's, <laughs> let's congratulate him first, and then we can Congra- make fun of him. Everyone, big, a big hands for Secret Chris on getting engaged. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me. Another, How'd another, you do it? Another soldier dies in the line of fire. <laughs> um, well, I did. How'd her attitude change? Did it change already? Her attitude? Yeah. No. Uh, already locked out? I got more gray hair, though. Uh, of course then. you do. Um, no, it was in. We went to Disney with her family, and then my mom and stepdad came for Thanksgiving. And I did it Thanksgiving evening at Port Orleans Riverside, carriage ride, all that stuff. See, all he times. didn't even know that we were there with him. Well, I know. I videotaped we the whole thing. We were stormtroopers in the, for the Star Wars parade. You know those two guys in the back that didn't know the dance routine? <laughs> that was me and Greg. No, we dressed up as the horses, and we actually carried the carriage. Imagine me and you against... That would be ridiculous. The fuck are we doing? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. 
when I proposed her on Thursday, and everyone like by Saturday is like, "Well, where are the pictures? Why aren't you posting?" On yeah, I was going to say the same thing. And my one buddy's like, "Oh, I thought you 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 got cold feet." I'm like, "No, I just we were enjoying Disney and enjoying the fact that we were you that's know, hilarious." Engaged. Yeah, so I was I, like, "I was I was waiting because I wanted to say something nice to you." Like, I wanted you to did text you. you did. Oh, okay. I wanted to text you like a nice thing, but I'm like, "I don't want to ruin I don't know it." What day he was doing? I'm like, yeah. wow, "What if he's like asleep?" It's amazing <laughs> what social media does to yeah. people. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 My really? sister's like, I want to know when are you going to post it. I'm like, could you relax? Like, you know, <laughs> you've known for a while, but yeah, you're right. Wow. Social media wow. does and then w- does stuff to people. You're right. Yeah, wow. Well. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, good for you. Did you change? Is it Facebook official yet? Yeah. All right, then that's all that matters. <laughs> um, so I'm proud of you. I am going to be Thank 30 you. years old in two weeks. I wow, we have so many big things no, going no, on no, right no, now. No, 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 that that wasn't like to overshadow. No, 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 we're moving on. No, no, we're no, no, we no, have no, a lot it's, of. It's related to this though. We have a lot to talk I about. I have never once changed my Facebook relationship status. Yeah, really? This, this is my first time doing time. it. Like I, I was with Jess for three years. We didn't do anything, and she's Still like, single. "Should we change?" Yeah, she's like, "Should we change it?" Both of us said single. Nothing. She's like, "I don't think Facebook needs to do it." She's like, "Well, should we do it now?" I'm like, "Everyone knows already, so why not?" Wow. So yeah, I've never. Yeah, it was weird. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Wow. If it, if it's not Facebook official, it's not real. Yeah, that's, that's my. That's, that's my. That's my rules. One time. Not one time. Not even as a joke. Like, oh, I'm in a relationship with beer. Or like, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. It's complicated with sandwiches. Like, I've never <laughs> once changed it. You would. It would never be complicated. No, with sandwiches. we're we're going pretty strong. <laughs> it's my longest relationship. So you're turning thirty in two weeks. We just had Cyber Monday, where you're on for four hours, and I left you in the dust or in the in my world, the dark. Um, that wasn't your lost, fault. That wasn't my that fault. Was, that Stupid was, snow. That was Father Winter, or whatever his name is. Father Winter. Father That's what Storm. They, do you know what they call Santa Claus in England? What? They call him Father Christmas. Father Christmas? Yeah. Like, hey, you go, if you don't go to bed, Father Christmas won't come. And I'm like, That's his Stop. Name is, his name is Nicholas Santa Claus. <laughs> He's German. Or Scott Calvin. What's that from? Uh, Santa Claus. I just can recently we, watched quickly, it. Sorry. Before before we get into our big list, no, here, I know we got a lot of things to go. I just got to say here, I love the Santa Claus. First of all, if you ever noticed the VHS, Santa movie, Claus, like movie. Tim Allen, yeah, yeah, okay, Scott Calvin, First that's of all, that's the, his name. Yeah. Okay. The VHS. So you know how he had the card, yeah, the, like around the business the v- card. Yeah. The VHS had the same things that were on the business card the around, claws, the, around, around the VHS. VHS it was like the first cool, like yeah. uh, what's it called? Marketing? Uh, no, um, branding. Uh, Easter egg. Yeah, Easter egg marketing. Before Easter eggs were an Easter egg. But here's my problem with the movie The Santa Claus. And spoiler alert for those of you out there who haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. You're you're in. You got problems. None of the adults believe in Santa in that movie. Correct. But he exists. Right. So he brings presents. Right. If the adults don't believe he's bringing presents, where do they think those presents, like those surprise presents, are coming from? But if they're buying all the presents, what is Santa doing? Can you just enjoy the film? Come on. Just enjoy the, enjoy the damn film. I'm sorry. I got, I got to be with, with Greg here. Just enjoy. It's a movie but, you just got to enjoy. I, 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 it's a huge plot hole. Yeah, but no one cared. How do Tim you Allen's not believe in, in Santa? Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. It's Santa same Claus. Thing, same thing with Miracle on 34th Street. If Santa's real, then like... You should know because random shit showing up in your house once a year. <laughs> no one... <laughs> I'm gonna go watch a Hallmark movie. <laughs> They're realer, dude. I uh, I gotta t- I had to tell Chris. I think I told you. My mom was watching one of those Hallmark movies the other day, mm-hmm. and this is an actual line from the Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh no, I'll have to inform the Christmas Council. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, all I, these, I don't know how people watch those. Seriously. All these freaking towns in like 
Colorado. Yep. Like their entire economy is based on like the winter festival. <laughs> and if the sculpting contest goes wrong, like everyone's out of a job and this guy's a war hero. Starring Kirk Cameron. She's always a businesswoman who loves business. Right. And he's selling trees with his dog. <laughs> but then they get together Christmas Eve in the church during the nativity scene. <laughs> It's a big haul. Oh, did you see uh, the uh, thing on Netflix with the four show series of how it was made or like Home Alone I was in that? I want to see that. The Home Alone story is crazy. It's, it's, well, TV, how the, it's TV shows well, that made us. Yeah. And then there's another one called Toys That Made Us. Right. And the, the so movies that made what, us, Home Alone's Die in there. Hard. Die Hard's, Die Hard's in there. Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters. Right. The Die Hard one I and, saw. Uh, like I saw the advertisement for I forget the other one. But anyway. The, watch what's it, it about? Pretty, it's like the making. It just it's just the making of it and how they only had ten million dollars for Home Alone and they built the whole entire inside of the house in a gyna- gymnasium at a yeah. school, and they had the whole crew in like a, a, on campus and uh, and then the flood scene. They actually did the flood scene. They built the, the uh, set in a pool like the. That's the, awesome. It was wild, and they only had ten million dollars, and it made th- an astronomical. I think it amount. made like something like four hundred eighty-five million. Insane. I, I think for a while, it was one of the most prof, not like the highest grossing, but one of the most profitable, profitable. movies by percentage. Right. Yep. I think now it's um, what's the horror movie with the guy they put the webcam and there's like twelve of them now. They put the webcam and the ghost Blair come. Witch? No, like a more recent, like two thousand and paranormal. Paranormal Activity. Um, it was it was done for like. 60 grand, I made like $500 million. Yeah. So it was like a 3 million percent increase. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, man, wow, this we really... microphone stinks. <laughs> What's the stink of? It smells like farts. Wow. That's yours. It smells like someone's been blowing cigar smoke in it for quite some time. Mm. It's. Oh, God. So you know? Heartburn. Yeah. Heartburn and, <laughs> and cigars. And diarrhea. <laughs> um, so All today, right. very big episode, the biggest we've done so far without a guest. Today, me and Besides Greg, the first one. yeah, are doing our top twenty-five cigars of the year. Now, there is also a video; it's going to be on YouTube. It's a quicker one; should be like what is it, fifteen, twenty minutes, something like that. We hope, yeah, after the editing. But this this way, me and Greg, you know, because because this list was made by the both of us, and we each have our choices in it. And I thought this would be a cool time for each of us, you know, to go through the list, go back and forth. We're each smoking. Our number one picks right now. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, as you can tell, we took the bands off, and this one could get out of here, please. Thank I don't you. Want to see that. Um, so those will be the last ones we discussed. But we're going to go through our entire list. So here is Nick and Greg's top twenty-five cigars of the year. Play the music. This is like my game show hosting ability Man, that everybody you, you hated. You really want Chris. that to be a thing. You I, want it I to be really a thing. Did. You want I it to did. be a whole series I, did. So I, did. I really did. Yeah. The, all your people Instead, your the thumbs Myth, Mythbusters is going to take over. Uh, well. Re- really uh, quickly, I was re-watching the Merv Griffin episode, and he's like, where are you going to sleep? Yeah, backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. So top 25. Number 25, we're going with Aroa Yamastron. Oh, my God. You've gotten so much better. Remember when you couldn't pronounce like, a freaking word? Remember, like, there was not almost, one Spanish word you could do. crap out of that. There was not one Spanish word you could pronounce. But now, look at you. You're pronouncing Yamastron. Yamastron. So, yeah. So, this was my choice for, uh, coming at number 25. It is the... Oh, do we want to talk about how we got to these choices? Well, all right. So, what I better? said, basically, and I wrote this out in the blog, is... And you can think this is awesome and nice and simple, or you can think this is absolutely stupid. But we didn't have we, we didn't do a whole thing like half wheel or cigar aficionados where we blind test every year and we give blind scores at the end. We tout we just smoked a lot of cigars this year, and then we would basically say like, "Oh man, this one's really good," 
And then we talked about, like, it was basically the cigars we smoked the most this year because we really enjoyed them. And that includes new stuff and some old stuff. But it was a very simple, like, coming up with this list is actually pretty easy. It's like, oh, these are definitely the Yeah, we didn't argue much. No. At all. There was, like, we kind of were like, yep. There's nothing missing that one of us thought should be up here. Maybe the order. We were were going a tiny back and forth on the order. Right. But But these were it. Here or there, top 25, whatever order you want to put these in, we agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think they will too. I think this is a solid order. I think it's a solid list and a solid order. So number 25 is the Aroa, Aroa Yamasran from Christian Aroa. Um, it's a Honduran Puro. Um, it is made, uh, as obviously named after the famous Yamasran Valley. So similar to Nicaragua, how Nicaragua, Nicaragua has different growing regions. Obviously, so does Honduras. There's the Copan region that we're actually going to get to later. And uh, Yamasran Valley is like the very famous... And, and the St. Augustine Valley also. Very famous growing regions in Honduras. Um, obviously, Christian Aroa, very well known for his Honduran cigars. Um, I mean, that's, he's, he's, I, I would put him as the king of Honduras, where the DR, you have a lot of competition, really, you would say. More than Fuente. Oscar? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, the Aroa, okay. the Aroa family. I got yeah, you. Got long, you. long. Yeah, they okay. are definitely. I mean, Alec Bradley's had some big hits out of there, but they don't really have their own factory, so to say that they're. Gotcha. Not, yeah. Um, but they, with Camacho and everything, and then um, the CLE line, and then the Aroa line. Um, and I've been a fan of all his cigars. You know, the Asylums that he makes in Nicaragua, the Aroas, the CLEs, um, and obviously his work on the original Camachos. But I will say, uh, up there with the original Camacho triple, triple Maduro that they did, this is the finest cigar to bear the Aroa name. It is sweet, it is nutty, it is earthy. Um, it's, it's a very, very complex smoke, and I usually stay away from Honduran cigars because I find that a lot of them have a very bitter, earthy tone to it. This was a much more rich, earthy tone. Not, I, not a lot of bitterness in it. And I feel I, like, I right, I feel like this year, Honduran cigars kind of took off, I mean, from what I've seen and what I've heard in the past, because I know you saying you weren't really huge on Honduran cigars, and they kind yeah. of well, took off people, a little bit. people doing them differently, I mean... I don't know what the issue was, but a lot of Hondurans, with the exception of like, you know, the Camachos and the Hoya de Monterey and the El Rey Mundos, but a lot of them were like, a lot of budget cigars are coming out of Honduras. And I mean, even if you look at only one Honduran cigar has ever been Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado. Gotcha. One. And it was the Alec Bradley um, Prensado. Oh, interesting. Nicaraguans have done a lot. And after that, Dominicans and then Cubans. Okay. But. Hondurans, I want to say the total amount of Hondurans even rated is maybe low double digits, like 10 in, in the 10 years, so 10 years, no, more than that, 15 years times 25, so how many cigars have been in that in the, in the lists? A right. couple hundred, maybe 10 or 11 Hondurans have been out there. It's just, yeah, I mean, they, I don't really, they didn't have, like, I don't think, like a really great mind behind a lot of them. Now you're seeing Oscar come up. Um, and doing his thing, which is really cool. But Christian has been like the big driving force and the whole Aroa family. And I think they really nailed it on the head with the Yamastron. Now, it's all, it's, it is available in two different sizes, but unfortunately, the one, I believe it's a Toro size, is uh, their TAA release. So it's right. only available at TAA locations. But the 5x50 is available everywhere, including it's nice. It's a nice size. Uh, coming in on 24 is Fratello Novetta Inverso. Ooh. Ooh. So this cigar is. Actually, the in, the inversed inversion, the, the inverse, inverted version, the inverted version there you go, buddy. of uh, the Novetta uh, blend that he had. Uh, 
It has Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers, an Ecuadorian binder, and a Nicaraguan wrapper. Uh, what I really like about this cigar uh, is, you know, he's all about the NASA and the spaceship, and Navetta is shuttle, mm-hmm. right? And what? Italian. Italian. Wow. Um, still has that barber, bowl, barber pole feel that he goes with all his uh, other blends. And uh, it has really nice flavors like, like pepper and chocolate um, and, you know, a lot of flavor for a very, you know, complex smoke. I, I think it was really cool how he literally just, just – I I, now, when he said inverted, so basically the, the blend of the original uh, Nevada was whatever the opposite of this. So it was, right, so it, was, it, it would was, be uh, Nicaraguan fillers. It yeah. would be an Ecuadorian, I guess, binder still. Ecuadorian wrapper maybe? I don't know. But the, he basically I – don't, but I don't know if it's the exact same tobaccos or he's just saying – in terms of country of origin, he flipped it around. I don't know if it's like the, the literally the same seeds he used Not differently, true. but I think the idea of hey, would this blend work if I changed things around? I think is really cool. Now, binder and wrapper you can switch because uh, binder tobacco is wrapper tobacco that just has blemishes or, or divots in it where it's not visually appealing. But binder tobacco is wrapper tobacco, right? So that you can switch those out. Okay. Filler, I'm not sure about. Because it's two different types of fillers. Yeah, that's that's something we would maybe the next time we get them on the show we can we can talk about it. We can. That'd be very interesting. All right, coming in at number twenty three, I went with the brand new Tatawahe Mexican Experiment Two. So um, many of you maybe who who have you know read up on this, the Mexican Experiment was first released. I want to say in two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. Uh, limited limited run, and then this year, not only did he bring back the original Mexican experiment, he released this uh, sequel to it. Comes in bundle packs, I believe, of ten or twenty, or but it's it, it's definitely it's a cool looking bundle, um, and it's known as the Mexican experiment because of its use of Mexican San Andreas uh, wrapper. In terms of the people who are well known for using this wrapper, I definitely want to say Tatuaje is up there. A lot of the Monster series uses it. Um, a lot of his other Tatuaje releases uses it, um, and this is just a great. When I say standard, I don't mean that in a negative as in boring. I mean standard like a flagship version of what a solid 90-rated Mexican San Andreas wrapper cigar should be. It's chocolatey but a little spicy at the same time. A lot of great flavor combinations right there. In that, in that solid Tatawahe box press, no one... I, Except maybe Padron, but a regular old like boxy box press, Tatawahe does it the best. I'm a big, I, I love that cigar. That's a great look at look at that. Look yeah. how nice that that, that that Toro size looks in that feel, box press. The feel, the weight of it, yeah. everything else. I, it's they do a it's really de- good job. It's delicious. They do a really the good cigar. Job. I think I had like three of them so far. Yeah. One, uh, Chris, one of your fan favorites. Yeah. Excuse me. I had the smaller um, size. I'm I'm not sure which one, but I really really enjoyed it. Want to smoke that? One? That one? He, he's got his. He's got. He's got a good one. I'll, I'll bring what he's smoking up later. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I really like the. I like the Mexican. Just really quick, how is that one you're smoking though? I enjoy it. The full court yeah. press. I, I really like it. Yeah, so right. second one day, one. <laughs> I really want to hear you say you hate a cigar one time, just so I can get a get an idea of what you're looking at. Not 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 now. Yeah. Of course air. not now. Yeah. yeah. All fair. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in on uh, number twenty two is Alec and Bradley Gatekeeper. This this was like. You didn't say where you want it in the list, but this was one of the first ones you said, like, we got to include this somewhere. Yeah, uh, especially, I mean, the party. Well, tell the story. Tell the So hotel. when we went to Vegas for IPCPR, which is now the PA, PA, P- PCA, PCA is that what it is? Um, we got invited to the Alec Bradley presser at the Palms in, what is he, part owner of the San, San Antonio Spurs? What I was his something name? Something like that. It's, no, not, maybe it's not in San Antonio. It was, it's San Diego it was, something. It was, I think it was Spurs. Oh, and the, the Black Knights, the hockey team in Vegas. Right. Vegas. And we were, what, 22 stories? 22? Yeah, it was like a penthouse. It 30 stories. Yeah. Were there so any I, athletes there? 
No. Me and Greg. Yeah. Studs. <laughs> we're actually better dressed than all the other oh, press. Yeah, we, we it was like unbelievable. We were dressed in the nines. I mean, come on. What was wrong with people when they got in there? But anyway, you saw the strip. You saw well, the you whole strip. You the building, you can wear underwear, and like, no one gives a shit. No, I'm talking about like the people oh, yeah. that were invited. Well, <laughs> cigar people are like divided into like, it's cigars, it's casual, I'm going to wear my hoodie. And then like, no, it's an event. It's Because you see some guy, like some uh, like reps wearing like a full-on suit with like a three-piece sure. suit, and some reps like literally wearing like a polo I, and shorts. I, I got you. But um, so we got this cigar. What were we drinking that night? They had at the bar. It's like Macallan 15 was like the well whiskey. Yeah, it was. It was no, it no, was, it was 18. It's Macallan 18. What it was 18. Yeah, I remember. And uh, we got to light this up, enjoy the view, enjoy the people, enjoy the drinks, um, and it just wasn't it was a hitter. Wasn't there an adult film star? There was there? an adult film star that you didn't want to go back to go see. Yeah. Uh, so this has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and a blend of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos. Um, it's it's rustic looking. Uh, I love the, I love the band. Uh, Alec and Bradley are taking it more of a boutique approach yeah. to uh, the father's business. So this is definitely one that. I mean, obviously, all these. I'm going to say this all day that you should definitely try if you, if you can. And do you know why it was called the Gatekeeper? No, because uh, they they made it with E. P. Cadillo. Oh right. And they consider him that's a, like that's kind of important, isn't it? I'm just I, I, no, no. I, I didn't I, know I, until I like no. You actually picked it for the list. I had to research it to find out why it was called that. Yeah, so that that's who they blended it with. But <sighs> I, I'm 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 interested to see what else they're going to come out with. I'm wondering yeah. if they're going to be coming out with a lot of different blends at once, or are they going to kind of keep it more I would like closely, to see them, closely to the chest? As much as I love that cigar and I love E.P. Cudillo, I would like to see, I would be really interested to see them work with somebody maybe that their dad hasn't worked with yet. I would love to see them work with another manufacturer, like a, maybe a Pepin Garcia or someone, right. and just to, just to see sure. what goes on there. So the next one was your pick, but if you like, I'll talk about it a little bit. Well, we can talk about it as All well. Right. But 21 is Cabanas. The Cabanas. The only, this is the only, we... We decided that because we actually have a lot of great exclusive cigars, we didn't want to make it just something nonsense. So we went through all our exclusive cigars and we're like, which one of these would fit? And then, with, and we have some great smokes. We have the Black Abyss, we have the Uncharted, we have special sizes of the Undercrown and Herrera Esteli. But in terms of an exclusive made for us, there's in my mind, there's nothing better or more special than the Cabanas, which is made for us, just for us, by um, Pepin Garcia and the Garcia family over at my father. Um, Cabanas is a Cub- Cuban heritage brand. Um, it was actually the oldest brand ever registered in Cuba. I think it dates back to 1803, so a long time ago, before H. Upman, which I know was like 18, was 1845. It was 175 years ago. 1844 then. Oh, yeah, because it maybe 1844. So it was before, it was definitely before H. Upman. I want to say it was like 18, maybe 1810, yeah, it was something like that. So it was the first registered brand. And then the history of it, it kind of was like a small boutique local brand, and then it became a machine made. It was discontinued and continued again, and then discontinued again. But we were able to make the uh, work with the Pepin Garcia. I keep saying the Pepin Garcia. <laughs> working with the Garcia family to create um, this Nicaraguan version. Right. No, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good stick. Uh, I think it's got more of that classy cigar taste mm-hmm. to, the, you know, to it, but more... Modified to the times, I guess you can you can say. Yeah, it's an up, up, updated classical version, I guess we could say. Um, but uses a Habano Rosado wrapper, um, very similar wrapper to the original My Father line. So that's how you're going to get... If you enjoy the original, the first My Father that came out, you're going to love that. 
Um, oh, another one of Greg's picks. Going number 20, we got the Balmoral Añejo Exo Connecticut. So a little backstory on this. I think this was my first Connecticut I ever smoked. I think it might have been. When yeah. I started working here. I don't know what I've smoked in the past because they weren't handled correctly. Yeah. Um, and when I started smoking this, I kind of, you know, I was, I was caught by surprise because I always thought Connecticut's didn't have that flavor and didn't didn't pack any, you know, punch. Right. So when I smoke this, you, you, you get a lot of, you know, creamy notes and peppery notes to it as well. Um, and it just, it, it, it knocked my socks off. So I uh, definitely, you know, it was medium, medium to full on the uh, strength, right? I, think I would it say was. solid medium on the strength, medium to full on the body. Right. Okay. Like um, me and Chris. <laughs> he, just, he was like, just, he was ready. Like, yeah, man. So, Long road. <laughs> um, so if you're looking, you know, for a Connecticut to try that you haven't had yet, this is definitely one to go for. Very good, Greg. You're doing very well. Yeah. So much just, pressure. I'm just going to, because I, I want people to know. So what do you Greg, know about pressure? I want to say, this is a little caveat. In terms of the def, you know the vast amount of people I've worked with in, the, in this industry and people who didn't specialize in cigars, people who had other specialties and worked in the cigar industry, so you know Anthony, Greg, Chris, uh, Alex, the intern, uh, dating back a while, um, and and Chris is, is is very much learning now. But I want to say no one's been able to actually absorb as, of as much of the knowledge in a short a time frame as Greg. I appreciate. So that. sometimes if he might stumble, he might, oh uh, the filler binder wrapper wrong, give him a break. Because in the past year he's been doing this, he knows more than people who've been smoking cigars their entire lives. Not all of them, but enough of them. And we, I, I guarantee he knows more brands and blends than than yeah. most people who are buying I cigars. Because when, when he hired me, he was like, "Yeah, the more you know, the more you're gonna like just last in this industry." And right. It's a good mentality to have instead of being like, uh, like most jobs, you're like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just clock in, clock out kind of stuff." Like, yeah. And, and I think it's great. And he didn't have to learn this. He could have just hit, hit record on the video camera every time and let me do my thing. But he wanted to learn. He's, become, he's begun to appreciate the, uh, the different cigars. So, you know, if he has to look at, at a piece of paper to see what the filler binder wrapper is, I mean, I still have to do that, too. And I've been doing this for, I've been working in this industry for over a decade. So I just want to say a, well, kudos to you. I appreciate that. Um, because he also understands. And honestly, from the picks he made for this list... He has a very good understanding of, uh, I'm not going to say a good understanding. I'm going to say a similar understanding to me because preferences are always personal. So you might think this entire list is, is garbage. But in terms of me, I at least think, know that he understands, we, we have similar understandings of what makes a good cigar. So, right. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right. No. No, back yeah, to this um, goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, where are we? Number 19. <laughs> Yay! You should have guy. it in a little. You should come out of here like a, <laughs> like a, like a, like a uh, what was that show? Um, Fraggle Rock. It just <laughs> comes, wipe the tears away. <laughs> uh, number 19, I have the new Herrera Esteli Brazilian Maduro. So, Herrera Esteli, um, Willie Herrera has really established himself with Drew Estate, which a lot of people thought was going to be tough. I mean, he was basically filling in the shoes of both uh, Steve Saka and Nick Melillo. And as you can see how well those guys are doing, that's a tall order. He came from, from a smaller factory at um, El Titan de Bronze in Miami. And now he's being put in charge of not just current blends, but future blends for, I don't know whether to say, 
a medium-sized large factory or the biggest boutique factory in the world. Right. I think they're both applicable. Yep. And he has not only done great to um, keep in line with a lot of the Drew Estate traditions, you know, when developing the new undercrowns that he did and all that, but creating his own kind of sideline with the Herrera Estelis and being able to somehow relate it back to Drew Estate, but also making it personal. And even, you know, with the Herrera Estelis Miami, like that was made at, at his old factory, the Titan de Bronze factory in Miami. Right. So he's done a lot, and I, I think that's really awesome. And that's why I was very happy when I tried the Brazilian Maduro this year, and it really just knocked my socks off. Um, I think it's it's equal to the Norteña, which was my favorite of his blends before this, at least in the Herrera series. Right. That Brazilian Maduro wrapper is, look at that, flawless, super smooth. It looks like it has blemishes, but it's not. It's just like kind of how the veins are, but there's no bumps on that. Um, the construction is fantastic. You're, you're going to get a bevy of smoke, especially from this smaller size. Just a shit ton of smoke, which is right. which is what I like. And the construction, I mean, especially in that in that tighter of a pack there, all the way down to the band, just pure pure white ash. I, so I was actually in a meeting um, when I was given this cigar to smoke to sm like I was like uh, you know I had a you know a couple cigars out there and I was like oh, you know what I'll try the Herastley and I, I was I was blown away when good. I first had this and. Different than than most cigars that I, I've been having. So yeah, the Brazilian Maduro, Brazilian tobacco is. I don't want to say it's on the rise because it's, a lot of people have been using it for quite some time. But uh, it's it's slow. It's getting it's slowly gaining the momentum that some things like uh, like Mexican San Andreas the past like two years like a sudden meteoric rise in the use of San Andreas. Brazilian is getting there. It's just taking a little while longer. But between what CAO has done. With the Brasilia, um, La Florida Medicana uses a lot of Brazilian tobacco now. And now with it being on a major true estate release, I can see Brazilian tobacco really becoming like a, like the, a fourth biggest behind Connecticut, Nicaragua, Honduras, and Dominican. Um, Another pick by you. Uh, yes. Number 18, we got the Henry Clay Warhawk. So this, this cigar, so similar to how the Balmoral was for Greg, the... Um, Warhawk was for me. So just to give you a little backstory, this is, by the way, and even when we get to some of the other uh, blends, I'm going to be completely honest. This is straightforward. And also, these do not represent the ideas and philosophies of JRCigars.com. Buy all yeah. the great cigars here for a great low price. Um, use coupon code LONGASH. Yeah, use coupon code, code LONGASH. Not yeah. on everything. We'll talk about that later, though. But only, only on Friday. Yeah. No, you know, well, yeah. Oh, God damn <laughs> But right, go so get your cigars at JR's. Cigars. Yeah, no. cigars All right, we, back we, to the Warhawk. We know what we're doing. Um, the Henry Clay Warhawk. So Henry Clay was it was an old, it's an old, old timey, and not old timey like a Monte Cristo. Old timey like the American, like eighteen ninety, like Daniel America? Webster. No, even older than that. Well, I know older than that, but yeah. it's like the Captain America of cigars. I mean, yeah, okay, because he, he came back. Sure. All right. And he had yeah. that motorcycle. The motorcycle kind of looks like the motorcycle he. In that, the, oh, yeah. uh, at Vegas. I hate the guy that they use. I know, I, I know. Hate that guy. I know. I can't um, wait to have him on the show. He's not, what's his About name? You. Pick a name Steven. for him. Steven. No, it's definitely Sam something. Samuel? It's, no, just Sam. They call me Sam. <laughs> I'm 30, but I look like I'm 55. <laughs> uh, the, but Henry Clay, uh, you know what I just noticed? If you look at Henry Clay, this band from the back, it looks just like, it's exactly how a Hoyo de Monterey Cuban looks. That's like, to a T, that, that back of the band. I wonder if they did that on purpose. It's exactly how it looks. Um, but like I said, older brands kind of lost a little bit of its, of its luster, if you will. Um, they, they tried to revitalize it a little bit. They did a thing with Tatawahe not too long ago called the Henry Clay Tattoo. It's pretty good, but 
didn't do a lot for the brand. But then they came out with the Warhawk this year, and what they did is they similar to that Fratello is they inverted. So the Henry Clays are usually known as a broadleaf cigar. Well, they put the broadleaf on the binder instead of the wrapper, and then the wrapper was, um, I believe, Ecuadorian Connecticut. I don't want, I don't know if it's Connecticut shade or Ecuadorian Connecticut. It's, they're interchangeable. So, um, and so what you got was just. Unlike any Connecticut, I'm not even going to say like, oh, it's the best Thibodeau Connecticut or it's not your father's Connecticut. It's somewhere in between where it has yeah. the intense flavor of the not your grandfather's Connecticut, but those flavors are your grandfather's Connecticut. Right. So an intense amount of cocoa, an intense amount of like like creamy vanilla and nutty notes, some almonds in there on the retro hail, some floral notes in there as well. But you get this kind of deep, subtle richness from the broadleaf binder. Right where it's not the taste of a broadleaf like for other cigars. It's, a, it's behind the scenes kind of. Like, like broadleaf was the producer, but Connecticut was the main singer. Right. But you can tell that broadleaf was doing all the tracks. Um, and I was very surprised by it. This is, this is one of my favorite, favorite cigars of this year, obviously, on the list. Um, and by far, I think this, this is the best Henry Clay. Nice. It's a really pretty looking cigar, too. It, 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 well, it is, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to marry it? <laughs> Put a ring on it. Did, did she keep doing Put that all that? Put a ring gauge on it. Oh, come on. That was uh, yeah. All right, mate. Hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. Number 17, <laughs> Southern Draw Lustrum. Well, it's actually, it, what, now is it Kutsu? Kutsu is, the, is, is, is the, the, the line and then Lustrum. No, Kutsu is like the... Yeah, it's it's subgenre. Right. This is a subgenre of the kudzu. So this is the celebrate uh, Southern Draw five years in the business, and from what I actually just learned from you today, is that they're going to be releasing this every five years. Mm -hmm. So I'll be looking out for this because this is one of my top picks. Um, <clears throat> it is rolled by uh, AJ Fernandez uh, using the Medio Tiempo Nicaraguan Nicaraguan Puro, right? Yeah. Do you want to know a little bit about Medio Tiempo tobacco? Yeah, it seems like you want to tell me. I want you to. I want you to tell me. Oh <laughs> this seems like we're like you're like an eighteen year old going a car, and I'm like, like what? I mean, I guess you want me to put my hand on your pants, so I guess I'll just do it. Then. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I yeah. don't really want to, but like you really want me to, so I guess Let's I will. Make it as awkward as possible. Yeah, it's pretty awkward. <laughs> um, so you know, what do I Are always? Are we say? in a park? <laughs> no, we're at we're at Makeout Point. Oh, that's the park. Or at a drive-in, and I have a bucket of popcorn. But they said it's closed after sunset. <laughs> <laughs> this is when the werewolf attacks. <laughs> um. So what, did I, what do I always say is the top of the tobacco plant? The uh, Medio Tiempo. Okay, well, I usually say it's Lajero. Okay. <laughs> but this... <laughs> I love how you're trying not to make fun of me, but you're like, I got to laugh. <laughs> okay. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I wasn't, I wasn't but, ready for but it. But you are right in that Medio Tiempo does grow above that, but there's so few leaves that it's hard to really harvest them for a full production line, which is why right. you don't see them a lot. Lajero you see all the time. It's because it's right. the top, but like it's the abundant. Meditiempo is like slightly above that, but there's not a lot of them, so right. it's hard to really cultivate enough for full lines. So when you do see it, it's something special, like in the lustrum. Yeah, so it comes in uh, one size, uh, like a bellicoso box press, and uh, I got this at Smoking in the Carolinas, and when. Um, Robert Holt gave me the cigar, and I started smoking this. I'm like, this is this is awesome. Um, 
obviously we have another product of of him somewhere down the line that it was very hard to keep this out of the you know the top 10 because I, I did argue a little bit on this one but uh this this cigar is is fantastic so if you can get your hands on this one you got to try it you do very good greg you're doing very uh, well. you know i'm working on it next up coming in at number 16 we have the brand new oscar valadares wild hunter in the maduro so we talked about oscar a little bit before um if christian eroa is the king of honduras uh oscar's definitely like the up-and-coming duke he's the john snow no because like they're not gonna fight each other i was doing more of like a like he's like he's a duke on the rocks i got you you know um he's like the i don't know where that entails on that list so that's why i went john snow that's the extent of my knowledge just John Snow's just extent of all, all your knowledge. That's it. Just, 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 that's it. Two plus two, John Snow. Do you know what this equation John is? Uh, John Snow. John Snow. It's definitely Night, night Watch. Nightsman. Night's uh, watch of Night, right? Night, Something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of my watch. And... Uh, what? It's, what time is it? I just burped. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh, it's the cream soda. So the Wild Hunter Maduro. Or actually, Oscudo is how he's labeling it, which is just, that's fine. So um, when Oscar, you know, he's, he's becoming much bigger in the past couple of years, getting some great blends out there, really starting with the Leaf by Oscar series. And then when he was doing a bunch of different events, he realized that a huge portion of his customer base were hunters. So he decided to make a cigar in that style, honoring the legacy of hunters. So it comes in a really cool camouflage box. It's got the camo and like the, the foliage. And then it's got that the hunter orange. Yeah, it's a nice cigar. And it came in a natural and Maduro. Both of them are Honduran Puros from the Copan region of Honduras, where he his factory is located. Um, I went with the Maduro because obviously I'm Nick. I'm going to go with the Maduro version, um, but very rich, um, some sweetness to it. Uh, he said that when making the cigar, he wanted to give the customer the full like Honduran flavor experience, and that you really got like a like a train or a roller coaster ride through all the different flavors you can experience from Honduran tobacco. But elevated. Each right. one was elevated. So uh, absolutely fantastic. And, I, and I'm hoping this is a, a nice looking, you know, look at, at things that come from him. Because if he keeps going on this train, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop off at every subway. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think that's his best cigar from you'll, you'll for, on my than, end. Than the Leaf. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Put it in the pile over there. I'll put, put it in, in the pile. pile. Put it, put it, put it, put it. Coming uh, in on 15, we went with uh, the Caldwell, the tea collaboration with robert caldwell matt booth and aj fernandez so th- three of our favorite yes these are a few of my favorite guys um we need to get we gotta we gotta get we gotta get matt booth up here at, at some point he was just on my friend uh, erica and amy's podcast the lounge experience oh yeah yeah was he there or uh, i don't, I don't know I, didn't, I just saw he was gonna be on it i gotta listen i gotta find out um this is actually another nicaraguan puro blended by aj of course mm-hmm. um it's a what size would you say? This is like a bigger box that's a, press. It's like a Toro Grande. Okay, I'm not a huge fan of box presses, but this cigar, the flavors that you get out of this is outstanding. And I mean, as you can see, a lot of the cigars that we went with, you you got that chocolate espresso taste and spice, and it's something that I haven't had. I think when I had this was maybe like three or four months ago, and uh, I, was, I was blown away by it. Sometimes when you're talking, I think I get ready to cry. Like, you get really, you're like, I was, 
I am. I'm crying inside. What I like about a chocolatey box press cigar like that is it actually reminds you of like a chocolate bar. Right. Similar to what Secret is nubbing down over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, dirty boy. Uh, uh, Sorry. Did you guys count how many on your top 25 were like AJ Fernandez like had his hand in? I want to say he, I mean, hold on. I'm going to do a quick count right now. One, two. Five. Wow. Pepin Garcia. We should actually we'll do like a bunch of analytics later. We will. We can do <laughs> that. Get a pie chart going. We can do, we can do a bunch of data. Um, but yeah, the Caldwell T. Also, um, what I liked about that is, and I said this in the video, the other video I did, um, there was a lot of hype. Because you, you, you weren't around when that no. came out, right? There was a lot, of, a, a lot of hype. First, it was Matt Booth, like his big coming out. Not, okay. Coming back. Thing like he yep. was coming back to the industry from um, his self-imposed exile, uh, and to have like listen a collaboration between like two different guys is something. It's a lot of work, but three different like very creative, very individualistic people like AJ, Robert, and Matt. There's a lot of hype surrounding that cigar, and like I, I will say, I love the All Out Kings. There's a lot of hype about the All Out Kings. Kind of fell a little short. I think the price killed a lot of people. I think the price the price hurt that cigar. The hype on the T, like, hitter. Right. Absolute hitter. And, and it really turned out well. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So coming in on number 14 is my father, La Promesa. La Promesa. Promesa. Uh, this is um, Don Papine's promise to coming to Nicaragua, right? To Nicaragua, like, America, my, like, like leaving America, Cuba. Leaving and, like, Cuba starting and starting the whole thing. Right. Um, what do we got on the blend of this guy? Got to get. Should have had stat sheets. I mean, I this is yeah. Uh, so it has an Ecuador Habano Rosado Oscuro wrapper, and um, binder and filler tobaccos in Nicaragua from their farm. I mean, it's one of those things where I look at it. It's like that. I don't want to say it's it's typical my father, but I think they amplified it. I I didn't really smoke a lot of my father's to kind of match this, um, but when I did have this, because. You know, we were at IPCPR. Mm. Um, it really kind of put me in a different perspective of how good um, right. my father does, you know, blend their cigars. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I, think, I think it's a great cigar. That Habano Rosado Oscuro wrapper really adds an interesting um, flavor profile to it, similar to how it did with the Le Bijou. Not as dark as the Le Bijou, but definitely similar, similar characteristics. Um, my issue with it, and this is this is what we went back and forth about about um, putting it, you know, where we we're going to place it on the list, is that it is a very good cigar, and if that was the first ever my father's cigar to come out, that that could have been a top uh, a top ten or even maybe even a top five. It's a really good smoke. My problem is is that in the litany of my father's cigars, it gets lost in the shuffle. Litany. Le Bijou, Flor de las Antillas. These cigars stand out. You know them well. But think about it. From the past four years, between the La Gran Oferta, the La Opulencia, the La Promesa, and the Judge, it, sometimes it's hard for me to tell those cigars apart. I, I would just like them to, to do a little more, you know, besides changing out the secondary band and adding a different colored satin foot, do a little more to kind of distinguish their blends from each other. That, that's, that's what I would like to see. But, I mean, it's a fantastic blend and, and good on them for doing it. But, like I said, a little more... I like the secondary band. 
Yeah, but I like all the secondary I bands. Just, I like the, the La Pulencia and the La Gran Oferta have great secondary bands. True. But the, like I said, the little difference is the secondary band and a different foot, different, a different silky foot. I got you. You know, try to make it stand out a little bit. It's okay like for the, the T, like the T and the T Connecticut, same band, like different color. But when you're going like four or five cigars deep, you got to change something up. You know, you, you got to make them stand out. Right. Um, well, this is a fight to who this wanted a fight this one. To who, who got to make and, this? And uh, we did uh, best out of three in Thumb War. And, and uh, uh, I won, but I still gave it to him because I felt bad. So <laughs> we went with number 13, Crown Heads Court Reserve. I will now, say, this is, you're going to say, you, you can say it. I'm going to say this. You say it. If we had the full court press before we brought up this that. list, how farther up would you I was, put this? Well, I, was gonna, um, I don't know about farther up. Maybe, maybe a few notches, but I will say this is the only cigar on here that we want to replace with like the updated version. Of. Right. Like everything else is like solid, but this one, if we knew, yeah, I, I want to say what number is this? That 13? thirteen. That could have. That could have. Full court press could have been. I would have said nine. I would have given it. An, I would have put it up maybe at the nine spot. Right. But continue. It's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Um, I'm starting to notice that a lot of the cigars that I like to smoke is definitely Mexican San Andreas. Um, it's one of the, I think the, it's the like more premium version Crown Heads has, as you would say. I, the premium might be a wrong word. Um, uh, higher higher end. end. Higher end is, is a fine word. Um, and then words. it has uh, Nicaraguan filler. He blended this with... E.P. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I don't want to be wrong. It's okay. Um, definitely creamy chocolate and espresso. Whether or not full core press, any of the sizes, this cigar is a hitter. Well, tell them. You, tell them I don't know if people know about the full core press. So, so the full core press just came out, what do you say, uh, th- two weeks, three weeks ago? Yeah, two or three weeks. So it's uh, a box press. I don't know what the size is, but it literally, it's like a chocolate bar. Yeah. It's crazy. And... That's what Secret's smoking over there. Mr. Secret is uh, smoking. Had it last week, and I'm having it this week now. How is it? It's so good. Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> good boy. Uh, and I'm proud to be a member of the Covenant. Thanks, the Co- John. The Covenant? Yeah. I had to put it in there. I know. Thanks, John. And thanks for the hat. Next up. <laughs> Greg's like, thank you for my entire you just had like You just had like 30 picks in a row. <laughs> I did. And my cigar keeps going out, and I'm like... Now I know how it feels well, see, to I be gotta you. I got to slow mine down because mine was shorter than yours. I got to make mine last the whole. Well, show. that's what she said. All right. Well, I can just also have him. <laughs> if I run out of cigar, I can just have him run to the. Yeah, have you can more. have whatever you want. No, but like, he can. We have more. We have a whole box of them. Yeah, yeah. whatever you want. And I'm mouthing. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you can have whatever you want. This is a special day for us. It's like our anniversary. I can't uh, wait to crash your. This window. is our Christmas. This is our. Yeah, this is definitely. So this is Christmas. <laughs> And what have you done? And then fucking Yoko comes in. Oh, Maui, Maui, Christmas. She was terrible. Yeah, well. Terrible, Yoko. So coming at number 12. In what's known as, I guess this is a short Churchill. Um, kind of seems like it's like a longer tour to me. But uh, the brand new A.J. Fernandez Diaz de Gloria. So this cigar also took me by surprise, but not... It took me by surprise in a good way, but my initial feelings of it were negative. So listen, and I'm not trying to give too much credence here to branding because I realize at the end of the day, what matters is the blend is good. Well, obviously, and, it's and in our top is, 25. And this so. obviously has a fantastic blend. One of my favorite AJ like under his own banner stuff he's ever done. 
But my problem is, is it garnered no excitement from me because, oh, Dias de Gloria, it's a throwback to the early days of, of uh, Cuba and the glory, you know, the glory days of tobacco. It's like, we've done that. Everybody's done that. We're in a glory time now. AJ, you're, you're a, a leading member of the current amazing cigar times. Live in the now. Who cares about, oh, the back in the old, this is a traditional, everything's traditional. Every, this is tradition, that's tradition. What would you have them go? I don't know. I would have I, I, I would have started from scratch on the name and everything. I, this, I would have been much more interested in this in the beginning if he had no band on it. If it was just in a, if it was wrapped in twine and said smoke, I went like, all right, pull like a Tennessee Waltzer. Yeah, I'm like this is, but like not even put a name. Just like wrap it in in a in a in a paper ten pack and be like, just try it. It would have garnered more interest for me initially than with this branding because this is just this is everything. Yeah, this is I, everything. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of throws me off. Yeah. But the cigar itself is absolutely fantastic, which makes me even more upset. If this had the right branding, even if it was secret branding, like like I said, just in a paper p- pack or something, I think it might have gotten a point or two higher. What kind of brand? What kind of packaging would you would you put it in? I have no idea. Plastic wrap. <laughs> All right. That's what you do to murder people is use plastic wrap. Dexter. <laughs> oh. You wear the hat. Have you noticed I don't wear the hat? Why? Because you and Felix told me I look like I murder people. No, it wasn't the hat. It was that. It was that. It was that ET hoodie you were wearing. I was at my friend's wife, like my friend's house, and his wife like just looked at hats like, "Who's murdering people?" I was like, "The hat's retired." Hopefully, you just didn't buy that. Did you hang it up next to your cleaver? And the plastic wrap. Uh, oh, that's, that's the deepest secret of all. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So anyway, it's it's a Nicaraguan don't comment on cigar. the YouTube page. Just yeah, go please. and find secret yourself. I don't <laughs> want to deal with that. <laughs> it's a fantastic cigar. It's got some great sweet tobacco. You know, you know like sweet tobacco. You know the have you been to uh, you've been to Connecticut, right? Mm-hmm. You know that sweet smell you get when you walk in some yeah. in certain barns. You sound like Nick Malolo now, probably. <laughs> what? <laughs> you smell that sweet, sweet Connecticut barn. The Rome of Connecticut. The mighty Connecticut River. Look at that eagle. <laughs> but that sweet smell you get, that's what the taste you get off the cigar. It has a sweet, to, not an infused, and not sweet, sweet. Like, it has a sweet tobacco taste to it, along with some great pepper, some earthy notes. Like I said, under the banner of AJ's own stuff, not something he's done for Altidus or Robert Holt or, or Nick Melillo, the things that are under his own banner, I think this might be his best work. And... I mean, he's going to have to because yeah. he's doing such great stuff with everybody yeah. else. It's just the whole antique Cuban-esque thing. It's like, come on, man. Like, you're, you're better than this. I know you are. Like, I think the, the Ramoniones looks great, even though it's a little traditional still. I think it looks more modern. This is just, like I said, it gets lost in the shuffle. Where else know? could you go, though? Honest. I, I, I don't mean to, you know. I mean, look at, look at all the other ones we have up here. How many of these are, are super traditional? Maybe this one? True. You know, this is like more regal. Yeah, but that's... But that's also going in line with the branding of that company. Right. You know, which is one thing. So coming in at number 11 is the Undercrown Shady, which is now... It was a only a released out to uh, the city of Detroit with uh, Eminem. Wow. I almost lost it. I saw that. Like Indiana Jones. <laughs> I almost lost it. <laughs> um, uh, Last Crusade, Sean Connery. I know. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> Uh, the whole uh, state of Michigan. It was the whole state. Yeah. So, it, it, okay. but like, yeah. 
And it was all, was it all like only brick and mortar stores had it? Couldn't get it online or anything. So this has a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. The filler and binders. It's is, slight. It's a it's a Mata, Brazilian Matafina binder, I believe, and it's it's a slightly right. tweaked. So anytime they do a special edition of the Undercrown, so this and the Dogma Dogma from Cigar Dojo. Um, That's right. Yeah. Uh, slightly tweaked, but still similar. Not not vastly off. But anytime they do like a special edition undercrown, it's it's slightly tweaked, but it's not like an entirely different blend. Definitely an oily, oily cigar, rustic. Yeah. Did you mention Eminem? Yes. Okay, I was. I, I think so. I was too busy not having my cigar fall out of my mouth. It's okay. Um, I mean, really, what it came down to is like, why did we pick this over the over the actual? original underground um i think it was just more of you know the size is not the traditional size that nick and i like to have but just the flavors that come out of the cigar um really really hit home and uh something you, you should try now because it's uh not a limited release it's sold on our website now yeah yeah it's available yeah like, like i said that that cigar reinvigorated my love for underground and realizing that for that price like how good of a cigar that is, and it's a shame that I, you know, everyone, you know, and myself, I'm totally included in this. I want the UF13, I want the Velvet Rat, but you got to realize that this was made as an everyday replacement for that for the for the legal lines, and it it does it, man, it does it. You crying now? No, oh. got cream soda. Okay, so now we're looking at we're we're heading to the top ten now. Correct. So here we have the Ashton Symmetry, made for Ashton by the Fuente family. Um, quickly, for the blend, Nicaraguan and Dominican filler tobaccos, um, and then just a lovely, luscious, and oily Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. So me and Greg were discussing this cigar at length because we, we knew that um, the amount of Ashton we smoked, we had to include one of them, and it was a matter of... Not just which one we smoked the most, but which one belongs in this list, and it was between the Symmetry and the VSG. Now, the VSG is one of my favorite cigars of all time. It's in the Hall of Fame, one of the best full-bodied cigars, one of the first true full-bodied Dominican cigars. But we went with the Symmetry for a few reasons. One, I definitely think a little more well-balanced and better for a wider variety of smokers. If you like something strong, you can enjoy this. If you want something more medium and complex and balanced, you can enjoy this. Whereas VSG, you really have to enjoy something strong for you to be able to like it. That's good. It's good thoughts. Yes. Good, good thoughts. <laughs> uh, second, the impact this cigar had, you know, uh, there's, there's nothing on paper, but right after the cigar came out, and it was a big deal that the Fuentes were using Nicaraguan tobacco in this blend. It was, it was talked about a lot. And it wasn't too long after this cigar came out, and it was very highly rated. I think it got in the top 25. It was a big success, selling out everywhere. That um, the Fuentes announced that they were going to build their own factory in Nicaragua. How's that going, by the way? I don't know. I haven't really heard about it since. I guess it's a long process. Maybe it got delayed. I don't know. But when was, was that? It was, it was, a year ago, right? It was like two or three years ago. Wow. A while ago. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it's a grueling process to get that done. Uh, maybe I can, I can look into it um, now. But it was a big deal, and I, I, I want to think that the success of using the Nicaraguan tobacco on this cigar played some part in that, me, me personally. But it was a very big deal for the first family of Dominican tobacco to be using some Nicaraguan. Now they're building a factory there. I would like to think that the symmetry was at least somewhat responsible. Um, overall, in terms of if you had to do a, a, a 
checklist on every single aspect, I think it's the best Ashton. I do. I'm with you. I, I love the VSG. I love that to the, to the day I die. I'll probably smoke more VSGs because I lean that way more. But in terms of best overall for every category. So for like uh, for your UFC fighters out there, George St. Pierre, best overall fighter like ever. But in terms of leg striking, it was Vitor Belfort. Like he was knocking out people with his legs all the time. So in that one specific thing, he was the best. He was better than anyone else. But overall... George St. Pierre. Gotcha. More well-balanced. Can More grapple, thing. can strike, can clinch. Quench? Clinch. Oh, oh quench is from my, my knife-making show. Uh, here we now we have the Padron 1964 coming in at number nine. Now, I talked about this a little bit in the video. That's going to be up uh, as well. The Padron 64, a lot of people thought or are going to think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a 26 guy. I've always been a 1926 guy. I've recently really begun to appreciate the 1964. As my palate has shifted, as I've become a little more mature, when I'm starting to understand how to really um, comprehend subtleties and nuances and, and retrohaling more to really get the, that depth of flavor, the 64 is becoming my new favorite Padron. I think it's, it's while just out of the box and in your mouth, the 26 is like a lot smoother, I think. I think if you, if you give it a little time and, and to notice all going on, the 64 is a little more complex, a little bolder, and has a little more depth of flavor. And so I think it's, it's slowly becoming my... I mean, the 90th is, is just like an outstanding smoke, but all in right. terms of your regular everyday release Padron... I think this is something we definitely both agreed on as well, was that we like the 64 Maduro more, as, as you said. If you had it, you've had the 26, right? I did. I think the 64 is better. Have you ever had like a 50th or a 90th? Not yet. There's a 50th in there. You got to. You gotta, yeah. Christmas. Christmas Day cigar? It could be. Could be. God, it's going to be so cold. Yeah. More gloves. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number eight. I'm going to let you take the reins on this one, oh. my boy. Okay, Dad. So we have the Sin Compromiso from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and Steve Saka. Um, you love that cigar so much. I love this cigar. This is, uh, we smoked this uh, when Steve came up on the podcast. That was the first time we both smoked it. Right. Um, has, it's the wrapper that has the whole process that he's talking about, right? Yeah. Which is, it's Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Mexican San but and he, it was something how they cut the leaf. They pick, they cut off the or, or pick off the bottom leaves in the beginning, so the top ones get more nutrients. I think that was kind of the process. Is but that right. made it much more expensive because now first right. we have less leaves to work with and the labor and everything going into that, which is why it's so expensive. Yeah, this was had that milk chocolate spice espresso flavoring that I, 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 I come to dear and enjoy. It's okay to say. Listen, when, um, we're, when we're talking about a, like 25 cigars in a row here, it's, if, you, if you put all the aficionado top 25, all the descriptions in a row, you're going to see a lot of overlap. You think it's overlapping more now because right. we're doing so many in a row on a video, but if you read every description of a cigar, they're all going to have these 10 major... Yeah, they, they could be very, very subtle ones if you can really pick up on... Oh, it's got like a barbecue sauce flavor. Right. But for the general public, saying it has notes of espresso, notes of nuts to it, like these are true, and it's going to help people who haven't tried it yet comprehend right. what they're what they're going to 
be getting into. I got you. And then it's definitely not, and what I like about this too is it's not, I guess, the bitterness. It doesn't kill your palate. That's what I really love. strength? Yeah. Very true. Very true. That one, again, and I even wrote this in the blog. I keep moving my, I need to get glasses that have this. Yeah, thing. get the rubber. Yeah. Can I get those put on? Yeah, so why not? We can put a rubber on it. <laughs> You're both nine. Just make sure you get the right size. You get the ribbed one or the... For you, though. Not, <laughs> not, not for him. <laughs> uh, what are those, I, anyway? What? <laughs> I don't use them, so... <laughs> Who does? <laughs> it's overrated. You should invest in condominiums. Condominiums? <laughs> yeah, condominiums. I never use them. <laughs> Rocky too. No, oh, that's good. Uh, the Dunbar, and again, this is another one similar to the to the Crown Heads Court Reserve that pained us that it wasn't higher. Um, but it was there was there was a lot of hitters this year, man. This was a very good year. I mean, how many of the cigars on this list well, even, even existed to us eight months ago? And I'm going to even throw out there as well is that this is the first time ever us doing a top 25. Mm-hmm. So you had to think of all the cigars that you've smoked in, in your career mm-hmm. to this guy only smoking one for over a year for us to actually come to a good agreement on what the top 25 is. So, of course, this is going to change. This is going to you know sway back and forth. Or, you know, My palate's going to change. We're going to like things differently, and new things are going to come out. So, you know, we know we possibly missed some, but at the same time, trying to get this down to 25, it was a rough go. Yeah, but we also, we didn't miss any. These is what, these is what we deemed. This is what we deemed in terms of what we've been smoking. Right. You know, of, That's good. Yeah, of course. Right. There's so good many. Point. Dude, in my line, every every foundation should be on here. Like, it's, it's you know, every so many of the crowned heads, you know, there's no opus, like, because, you know, we really don't sell it online. Right. And you don't really, you know, a fan of it. I don't like, no. Um, I don't but yeah. like. But but I, I'm telling you, like, any other year, that that's a top four. Agreed. You know. Coming up at number seven cigar of the year, the Davidoff Winston Churchill. Could you be my hands? I like when you're my hands. And you can show it to everybody. Yeah, you go. The Davidoff Winston Churchill, I was actually at the release party when the cigar first came out in 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. Um, I got to meet, uh, I don't know if I remember if it was his grandkid. It had to be his great-grandkid, uh, great-grandkid, somewhere in there. Uh, Winston, like a member of the Churchill family. Um, and at that moment, when I first lit that, and I, you know, I was five or six years into the industry, you know, maybe, maybe five years into the industry, only about you know, half a year into my job at that point. And up to that minute, that was the best cigar I've ever, I ever smoked in my life. And I never really say that, but up to that point, that was the, the best cigar I ever smoked in my life. And obviously still, it's one of the best, seeing it where it's landing on this list. Um, perfect combination of uh, rich and slightly spicy flavor. A great combination of tobaccos. I mean, you have Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper. You have a San Andreas binder, which was giving you a little rich, that little subtle richness there. I um, didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. Just it's, it's a fantastic cigar. It's it's worth. I mean, I'm cheap. That's worth the money. It's a, it's not that bad in the grand scheme of Davidoffs. Agreed. I want to say 15, 16, just right. similar to the Sin Comfort Miso. Right. But, yeah, overall, and I, I, I love the late hour. The late hour is baller. 
but it's also, it's, it's, think of this as the same comparison as the VSG versus the Symmetry. The late hour is great, but really it's a one track. Like you need to really, like really full bodied, smoky, rich stuff to enjoy that. Right. This, there's a slew of people who enjoy the cigar there's, from different kind of flavor demographics. It just, it has it all. And for a high end smoke, it definitely has my seal of approval. So coming in at number six, you guys wouldn't have guessed this at all. If this, if this being that this is Nick's choice, this is the Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder, and you like preferably out of all of them the Lancero, correct? Yes. So obviously the Brimstone is a new one that came out this year. I love the Brimstone, but the Brimstone is you got to find the right moment to smoke that. Yeah. It's very very heavy. It's very strong. Very full body. There's a lot of things going on, and they're all going on a lot. <laughs> right. I love the flavor profile. That's what first attracted me to the Jacob's Ladder. And in the Toro size and the Robusto size, it's a nice, strong smoke, but it was the, the flavors that, I, that really turned me on. Not, not so much the, the strength, but the body and the flavors. So when you have a Lancero like this, when you have that wrapper-to-filler ratio wrapper to filler ratio change in such a dramatic way. The flavors are going to be altered slightly. They're going to be a little more intense while the body and the strength are going to be, most of the strength is going to be turned down a little bit. And I think that's where you find the best balance between the strength and the flavor or the body is in that Lancero size. Because even, not even including the brimstone, the regular Jacob's Ladder is incredibly strong. It's very, very strong. But... And that Lancero size, I want to say it's more of a medium to full in terms of strength instead of a straight-up full body. The Brimstone is one of the first cigars I would classify as full plus. Right. Like double full. Yeah, definitely. This is now medium to full, but you're still getting all those great flavors that you like, the richness, that smoky chocolate you get from a Pennsylvania broadleaf tobacco, um, a little bit of sweetness in there as well, some black pepper. It's a great combination of flavor notes in, a, in an outstanding profile, and I think it hits the best in the Lancero, especially that the, the, the box press Lancero, none, nonetheless. Yeah, I haven't had the Lancero yet. I'm gonna try this. We did smoke on our one podcast, the just the Jacob's Ladder, yeah, right? It was, was like our first or second one. Yeah, that that was. Oof. See, ah. that, that imagine all those great flavors, but you just take down the strength enough, right? And th- so that not woozy. And if that's the case, that that's gonna be a pretty good smoke. Mm-hmm. So coming in at number five. So another, because I'm going to revert to IPCPR because that was the biggest moment of my, my career um, and the biggest moment of getting so many cigars. Uh, when we went to Hoya de Nicaragua, they gave us the Antonio Connecticut. And when I got this cigar, I was, I think they gave us, what, three or... It was a sampler box. It was a sampler box. And I just kept smoking them. And I was like, wow, this is really, really good. You smoked all of them. I think so. I think so. And... When Half Wheel came out and, you know, agree to disagree about Half Wheel sometimes. But when they came out with the 93, I think it was Half Wheel with the 93, um, I was like, wow, I, I guess I know what the hell I'm talking about. So this has an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper uh, with uh, Nicaraguan fillers, uh, tobaccos. So it's not like we always go back to your grandfather's Connecticut. It's def- I, don't, I don't think it is. Um, it's... Definitely something you can handle in the morning uh, with a cup of coffee, but at the same time, you know, have a little breakfast as well. But uh, it's just smooth and creamy, and I, I was I was blown away by how good this cigar was. Um, I would I would even I mean it 
passed Davidoff on our list. So that's that's saying something. Yeah, I, I you know the the Antonio series is is one of the most popular in Nicaragua, dating back to you know the original 1975 Antonio. Um, and when you hear that word, I, I used to think of intense strength because the 1975 Antonios are, are very very strong. But now I'm starting to realize that the the whole thought behind the Antonios should not be strength; it should be flavor. Because in terms of strength, this is nothing like the original Antonio. No. But in terms of flavor, different flavors, yes. But in terms of intensity of flavor and complexity, very similar. And that's what they, I think. That's why I think they added that Antonio name to it, keeping it within the theme of a lot of flavor, a lot right. going on here, but in just a different fashion, a different way. And I, I and the construction on it, it's it's impeccable. I, I love the gold and red band to it. It's just it's classy. It's it's a for me it's a great cigar. It's one of the higher end cigars that I can like I need to like relax and enjoy. Right. But also like if I'm like at a barbecue with a bunch of people, it's not gonna you know yep. it's not too strong. Like, like I smoke like you know, three or four of them in a, in a in an afternoon. But yes, very good very good choice on that one, Greg. Thank you. Very nice. Coming up at number four. That was been, that was my big moment in cigar smoking when that that, that rating came out. <laughs> yeah, and then you saw the uh well, yeah, I know. Well, which one was that one? The, the Crown Heads Los, uh, Los Calaveras. Yeah, well, BS. Yeah. Um, this one, this made our list because me and Greg had gotten a chance to try some of them, but it barely made it into the whole thing just because we didn't have it until about a week ago. <laughs> Maybe a week and a half ago. Um, so there was some delays in it. But this is the brand new La Coalition. At number four. At Coming out at number four. From it's a collaboration between Drew Estate and our dear friend John Huber over at the Crown Heads. So this has everything that I look for in a cigar. First of all, two great names, Willie Herrera and John Huber, two of my two of my idols in this industry. John's a, a very I'd like to call him a very dear friend at this point. Um, and we, me and Willie have talked several times, and, and he's a, a great guy and a and a great mentor. Um, just knows so much about right. tobacco. Um, this product took them over a year together, collaborating on it. Hence the name, the La Coalition is the coalition, like you know, the groups coming together for a singular purpose. Um, so you have that aspect, and then of course it's my favorite wrapper of all time. It's Connecticut Broadleaf, um, and what you get is an intense, you know, almost macchiato. Fla- I want to say macchiato because it has coffee notes, but then that subtle chocolatey sweetness, which is right. macchiato, is basically hot chocolate mixed with coffee. Um, so you have that, that great combination of flavor. It's smooth. This cigar tasted exactly like I thought it was going to. But after smoking it, what I realized is that, you know, obviously it hits right out the gate, but I didn't realize the potential this had. If in like a few months of resting, you put this in your humidor for like three or four months, this might be a top five cigar I've ever had, not just this year. So I'm excited to see the ones that I got at the trade show. I'm going to start smoking we, them now. Yeah, and see, we got to start smoking I realized them. it had so much potential. It was right. already amazing out of the box. But yep. I was starting to see the potential in it. Um, and also, I love you know, the, the, the marketing on it is great. Yeah, it's, it's traditional, but in that almost not goofy way, but it's like, it's like regal traditional, right. not like in your typical like San Cristobal kind of thing. Catches um, your eye. It definitely catches your eye. And again, similar to what... You know, a few of the other, like, like when you, I see this band now, I get excited. Yep. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm ready for that smoke. So I'm, I'm really glad we were able to get these on, in on time and um, excited for you guys to enjoy it now that it's uh, widely available. So coming at number three, we went with Foundations, Wise Man Maduro. 
There's not enough good things I can say about the cigar, honestly. The Wiseman Maduro was an instant classic for me. Um, I think it's going to stand the test of time. I think it's going to be ranked up there with some of the best of all time, your Opuses, your Ashen VSGs, your Monte Cristo Whites. Um, in terms of overall points, I guess, right. uh, hitting all those points. Like I just said with the Coalition, but I think even more so because it's been around a while longer. When I see this cigar, first of all, visually, band is great. Done in that, tr- in that Nick Melillo way of, I-, I call it like modern historical. Right. It's got all the elements of the original Wednesday band, but now with that kind of maroon red. And just looking at, if you took the band and looked at the cigar itself, it's it's hard to imagine something more perfect looking. Like, it looks perfect. It's interesting, because if I kind of look at the other Mexican San Andreas wrappers that we have, it's a little bit more of a reddish hue to it than the darker. Do you, yeah. know, do you know why? I don't I know. know. Okay. I, mean, I, I guess you would call it Colorado in terms of its shade. Um, it also has something to do with the with the band. Okay. The band playing off it. Um, but from its flavor profile to its construction to how it looks to its aroma, everything about it is perfect. Um, and also for a cigar from a company the size of Nick Malillo's who does so many things like himself, you know, he blends and he markets and he does all the events. And this got number three last year in Cigar Aficionado's list. That's a big deal. It's an incredibly big deal. Considering number one went to... E.P. Cadillo, who's huge, huge factory, right. huge stuff. Number two went to Pepin Garcia, huge factory, huge legacy. And then it was Connecticut Connecticut Nick coming in. With, with his hawk on his shoulder. With a hawk on his shoulder and a, and a hat on his head. Yeah. A yeah. Mario cap, yeah. if you will. Something. But that cigar is very special to me, and I will, I will cherish that cigar for a very long time. I, I think it's one of the best I've ever had and one of the finest. Even if you... Might not like the profile, per se, in terms of its construction, the story behind it, and how it looks. One of the best cigars ever created. So, coming in at number two. So, being... a little back and forth on this. Right. And being that this list, you know, it's between both of us. You know, this is my number one, and Nick has his number one. So, we decided with number two, we're going to go with the H. Upman 175th. And boy, that's what, tell that's what you've been smoking, and that's time. and that's what I've been smoking this whole entire show. We we both been smoking our number one choices, but we took the bands off so you wouldn't right. Wouldn't we didn't want to peak. Right. So, uh, this is a Nicaraguan puro uh, blended by AJ, and what makes this cigar, you know, so so great to me is that it's. It, it, you go through a travel of flavors with it. In the beginning, you're getting you know cho- you know chocolate and spice, and then as it's opening up and everything else, it it you get a little bit more of not tooth a little bit of toothy, a little bit of leather. Um, it's not you know killing my palate. It's just the flavor of it is so spot on. The construction spot on. <clears throat> of course, I had to relight it a couple times because this is the first time that I've talked so much on a podcast. Um, so now I understand your pain. Yeah, welcome to my world. And, uh, you know, it's just, I was, you know, I wasn't that shocked. I know you were because it was an Upman. And knowing that, you know, Upmans, yes, they're a very good cigar. They had their ups and downs. Right. They, this cigar is just fantastic. This, the, the Churchill size, it only comes in one size. Um, it was so good that I spent my own earned dollars and bought a box with, with you. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked. I was shocked. That's that's really exciting. I was shocked at how good that cigar is. I mean, because like like the Hispaniola is really is really goddamn right. good. But it didn't shock me. The Hispaniola, right. wow, this is, like they're going in the right. Ter- yep. It was the Hispaniola. It was the next natural step. Yep. They did the H by AJ, really good. They did the Hispaniola, wow, very good. Yep. Wow, good job. Yeah, the next one's gonna. Be- I didn't expect it to happen so no. soon. If it wasn't for the one I'm smoking right now, I would have been very okay with that being number one. And I and I even love the branding on it. It's supposed to celebrate uh, Upman's um, 175 years in business. Comes in a nice like silver box. I think of, I think ten or twelve. Um, comes with like you know a little coin, and it has the whole story. Uh, I love how they kind of package it into a, another box to kind of avoid the warning label on the box, so you can actually enjoy it. You know, instead of having that awful awful yeah, writing on it government man right so um just everything about it it really it's it's fantastic i i can't they chose a good size too yeah chose it's, a really good size it's, it's a nice size it's one of those things that i bought them and i keep smoking the ones that we keep getting in and just saving more and more what did i tell you chris he, he had the opportunity to smoke the upman or the full court press and, and i, I, I was like to save them man His wedding day. Oh. I got four Four weddings? Yeah. Wow. And a funeral. You're never gonna you're never gonna you're never gonna beat me on that. You're never gonna not even gonna come close. But yeah, I, I would have been very okay um with that being number one if it wasn't for what I'm smoking right now. Ooh, cream soda. Well that's the drum roll. So I'm not gonna talk that much about this cigar that I'm smoking right now. And I'll tell you why. The, the things that we can say about it, we've been saying about a lot of the cigars today. And, you know, it's got a great flavor. It tastes like this. It's made of this. All that good stuff. If you want to see all that, you can read it on the website. You can see it in the blog. Your review. You, you can watch the, the top, my review and the top right. 25 video we did. And the podcast. And, and the, the weekly cigar roundup. Yeah, and, yeah, and I've had it in the weekly cigar roundup. I've had it in the podcast. Um, I, I, but I want to just share with you why I chose this as number one. And yes, all those things are great, obviously. It's got my perfect flavor profile. It's got my favorite wrapper. It's got all those things. But why I chose it was a little different. So the cigar that I chose, and which is our number one cigar of the year, is the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Mi Cuerida Tricky Traco. I can't put this cigar down. I think Saying that it has chocolatey notes and that it's smooth, yes, yes, those are of course all true, but it doesn't explain why I like it so much. There's something about this cigar where we, you know, all these cigars are great. I've smoked dozens of each one of these, but never, in, in at least my recent memory, if I had a cigar where the first chance I get to have a cigar, that, that's what I'm picking. And that's what I've been doing with the Tricky Truck over the past several weeks. Every time we have a meeting, every time we have a podcast, they're like, oh, I want to smoke this. That's what I've been choosing almost every time. Sorry about that. Didn't you have like three in a 24-hour span one mm-hmm. time? Yeah. yeah. You're addicted. And then like two weeks ago, he's like, yeah, I had the Tricky Truck in my hand, and I'm just going to come up here and enjoy it and while I'm working. Like, yeah. That's how much you love it. It's so good. In fact, I was smoking one early in the podcast, and I was smoking it too fast. I got down well past, like, into the three-fourths, and I'm like... I'm going to light up another one. So this is my second Tricky Traka of this podcast. Wow. Yeah. 
Second one. Um, so a little, I'll give you a quick backstory. Um, Tricky Traka is the name of a Nicaraguan uh, special kind of firecracker, and Steve was supposed to, it was the whole thing. Again, you can read about it. I've said this story a thousand times. Um, uses uh, what I believe is like a higher priming, known as like the, the first Corona. So it's the number one dark Connecticut broadleaf. The yeah, number one dark Connecticut, the Corona was supposed to be in there, but dark, dark Corona, Connecticut broadleaf. Gotcha. Um, uses an additional Dominican tobacco in there for a little extra oomph. And the crazy part is, is that strength-wise, and I mean, I don't see this being stronger than the original, which I know Steve said it was, but I, I do find it just being better. And maybe because of that Dominican tobacco that's really strong, maybe I'm kind of high. <laughs> but this is better. Everything about it is better. It looks better. It tastes better. And listen, I love the meat. If this wasn't here, the meat carita probably would have been in the top 25 list. Maybe not number one. But it would have been somewhere. What's the blend of the this the original? Uh, Nicaragua, I believe it was Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan, and then a regular Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Okay. But this is like a special fourth priming, like right. a different, no, I got you. you know, higher end. And then he added the Dominican right. in there. Um, made at the Naxa factory, you know, where the Bicarita and the Umbagai were made, um, where the Asylums are made, Christian Arroyo's Asylums, where a lot of our bundle stuff is made at Naxa. Uh, but just everything about this cigar surpasses the original. Um, in a spectacular way. It's more intense, yet more subtle. It's richer, yet more balanced. Um, it's, I will say maybe, maybe it is stronger, because I'm feeling a little bit now. Uh, maybe it is stronger, but it's, it's not crazy. I mean, with the Mikarita, there's a lot of smoke to that, and it gets on your clothes. It's a, it's a hefty, beefy, broadleaf cigar. It's, you know, it's, it's right. very similar to the Coalition. Right. This is something else. This is, this is another, another plane. And I like it. I like it a lot. And um, I know that you and me were different on this one, but sure. I, I, I had to make this number just just because of how I've been acting with it recently. I'm like, there's no way in my own mind I couldn't make this number one. Even they agree. Yeah. Well, the I mean, downstairs. well, it's it's the same thing as how you like that cigar is how much I like the 175th. And I think when it's time to smoke something, you're going with that. I'm going 175th. And I think. The next time we uh, have a cigar off of the air is we switch it up. But I think that's the important part. And I don't even think you realize what you just said. That's why these are our number ones. Not we did a blind tasting and we did a whole thing and there was science and there's number. When me and Greg, if we have a meeting tomorrow and all the cigars we can pick, at least for the foreseeable future, he's going to pick an HMO 175th and I'm going to pick a Tricky Traka. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And that's it. All, all these cigars are great. They're all fantastic. I mean, this was, this was a tough list. I mean, like I said, I've smoked each of these cigars, with the exception of the Coalition, only because they just really came out. I've only had a few of them. Right. Everything else, dozens have been smoked. Dozens. Yep. In terms of some of them, the Churchill, the, the Southern Draw, Jacob's Ladder, the Wise Man Maduro. Some of these, I, I want to say 50 or 60, I've smoked of them. And what I find interesting, if I'm not mistaken, like these were, you guys only started smoking these within the last, like, what, two, three months? Or, the ones or, we're, we're enjoying now? Well, yeah. from the. Or not two yeah. or three months since uh, IPCPR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I find interesting. And really, because I, I was worried, I didn't even smoke the tricky, uh, the tricky traca I got at the trade show is still in my humidor. Yeah, you were at home. that, yeah. I didn't smoke these until we got them for the review because I wanted to save mine. I'm like, oh, I'll try it when we had to do the review. We got that box up, and I haven't been able to stop. 
it's it's yeah they're, I, they're both spectacular. Fourteen out of the last uh, fourteen out of the twenty five is new. I thought yeah. it was more than that. Only fourteen. Uh, how how knows the Brazilian? That's, that's this year. That's this year. I was going by IPCPR. Well, go 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 through them all. So these so two, we these have two, two in our in our hands. Yep. Uh, Wiseman has been yeah. uh, three, three, four, four five. Uh, I think I'm is old. Two years old. Is it? Mm-hmm. So, oh. class, yeah. so our five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's new to uh, eleven. Uh, that's a year old. 12, 12 13, 13, 14, 14 15, 15, 16. 16. 16 out of 24 are new. And that, see, that's what it should be. I think it should be a balance of, you know, but the oldest one on here is probably the Padron. Um, but what I, what I have to say about other cigar lists is the Padron and the, and the VSG is it should be mostly new things because... Like we know, like the, I remember a couple of years ago, like like the Oliva V, and as much as I love the Oliva V, it was like number one again. It had been like number two a few times. Like the Oliva V is like fifteen years old, and you're gonna tell me out of everything that that's come out since then that this is still better than all that, or they've been able to keep the consistency. I mean, I want, I think these lists should be new cigars, even if you have to limit it because of the FDA and how many new cigars come out this year. Even if you limit it to a top twenty or a top fifteen. And the cigar should most uh, majority be from that year. I agree with you as well, but you know, also we're going to be coming out soon with cigars that shape the the decade. We yes. think as well, so we're definitely going to reach out to broader lists mm-hmm. to kind of open up that. Yeah, we like you said about the Serie V. It's 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 a great cigar, it is. but you know, we'll talk about more of when it came out than exactly this list. So the good news out of all of this, if you haven't found out yet, is that we're making all 25 cigars into a sampler under $200. 199 for 25 of the top cigars of the year. You're never going to find that price anywhere else. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube on Friday when our coupon code kicks in, not the sampler, but... Boxes and everything, all all these cigars you can use the coupon code for. Oh, really? Oh yeah, the coupon code works for everything. I thought there were some exclusions. I didn't know what. Uh, maybe Padron and Ashton, but I think that would be about it. Okay. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the sampler um, only only nineteen were nine, no twenty were made. Right? Only only twenty were made. And That's it. We're not going to make any more after that. No, we can't. We're we're, we're not allowed. We're yeah. We're going to see. We're going to get. Happen. We're going to get in trouble. For we're going to get a phone call from this. Absolutely. Some someone. Absolutely, we're going to get a phone yeah, call from this. Definitely. But so, enjoy this. Yeah. This Let us know for those of you on YouTube. If you just look at my top twenty-five video, which is here, you can see the sampler there. Um, for those of you who are listening um, through Spotify or iTunes or whatever, you'll see the picture on Instagram with the link. You can see our. It'll be on Facebook. Um, and you'll be able to go, if you go to our website, type in social media samplers, you'll be able to see it there too. But 25 cigars for one ninety nine. all of these are included in it. Um, I'm very proud of this. I am very proud of this. I'm very proud of this. You guys are working hard on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long road. <laughs> we got it, though. We did it. We got it. We're there. All right. So we thank retire. you all very much for listening. Um, let us know if you're watching this on YouTube and there's comments. You know, please leave some comments what you think about about our list and um, keep listening. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. All thank right. you. See you.